VoiceAmerica.com. Eddie George Talk Radio. Good afternoon, and welcome to Radio by George with your host, NFL superstar, Eddie George. For the next hour, Eddie and his guests will enlighten, empower, and entertain you. Now here's the man of the hour, Eddie George. Welcome, everybody, to Radio by George. That's right, I am your host. And I would like to say, what's up? I know it's been a long time since I've been away from you guys, but I have to say that uh, it's been awesome. Uh, the last couple of weeks that I've been away, I know I haven't been on the air, and I we have such a wonderful and unique relationship. So I know y'all miss me. I missed y'all too. But I had to go pay the bills. I've been on the road for so long, the last two weeks. Have been I've been all over the place between L.A. and Tampa Bay. Just got back from last night. Uh, last night from Tampa Bay. Didn't go to the game, but man, what a game, huh? But while I was there, I uh, worked all week, and I don't know if you guys checked me out on the Best Damn Sports Show, but it was a a long week with great guests on the show: Michael Irvin, um, Joe Montana. Jason Witten, uh, the Dallas Cowboy tight end. Um, Willie Parker came on, and uh, some of the players from the Arizona Cardinals came on. I tell you, it was it was a great week. And um, I don't know if Best Dance Sports Show will be back. You know, I think the format as we know it is going to change. So I think that may, may have been one of the last live shows that uh, people will see of Best Damn Sports Show. What a shame. It was a great program. But, hey, you know, when the ratings aren't there, they aren't there. So you got to change things up. That's, the, that's how it goes. Hey, if you're not making money, you got to go. you costing me too much, hey. That's the way it is. But, you know, it was a great experience. Enjoyed doing that. And I have to tell you, I am exhausted, people. It's been a long six months. You know, just thinking about all the things that I've done the past seven, six to seven months, you know, it was uh, difficult, you know, between school, going to college or going back to get my master's every, single, every other weekend, add that in with going out to L.A. every week to do the shows, PFP and BCS shows and the, you know, best damn sports show. It was just overwhelming. And, oh, man, I'll tell you, this past week, I just hit a, a wall. It was just bad. It just slept for 12 hours. And that still isn't enough. I still need to get some sleep. But, you know what? I'm excited. You know, at least I'm doing something right now. And uh, these times where people are getting laid off, you know, I'm very blessed to be doing something and having the opportunity to talk about the things that I love to do and have experience in, and that's football and life and all this good stuff. So, you know, it's a good thing. Um, like I said, last week was cool, and got back last night, and the Super Bowl was great. I'll tell you what, the parties down there were not as special as they usually are, you know. Uh, you can definitely see that there was an impact. Uh, the economy has an impact on how people are spending at the Super Bowl. Typically, you'll see these extravagant parties, you know, Playboy party, penthouse party, the Maxim party, ESPN, and 
it was just no energy. It was just like, ah, you know, here's an event, you know, and people were just out. You can just you get a sense it, but it was still a good time overall. I had a chance to talk to one of my good friends I haven't seen in a long time, uh, my man Ray Lewis. Uh, yeah, yeah. If you don't know, you know, that was my nemesis, um, one of my big-time rivals and while I was playing. And, you know, it was a great conversation catching up with him. So I told him to tune in today, and uh, hopefully he'll call in. And if he doesn't, hopefully he's listening to the show. But big shout-out to you, big man. Congratulations on everything. And just know that... Um, uh, I still hate your guts. <laughs> it's still it's still love off the field, but now that I'm not playing, I have to see you at all every week. You know, uh, I love you, but I, you know, you took my ring, man. I, I'm still bitter about that. I still want my ring. You know, but hey, that's how it goes. Uh, we have a great show lined up for you guys today. Um, we have calling in uh, later on in the segment, uh, Miss Cheryl Foster. Uh, Derek, uh, excuse me, um, Foster's mother, uh, Deshaun's Foster's mother, who was the running back for San Francisco 49ers, he will, his mother's coming on. She was a part of the EGX Challenge. She's going to call in today to talk about her experiences um, and just how her transition. I tell you what, I, I saw her down at the Super Bowl, and she looked amazing. This woman, I, I got off the car, and I looked, I'm like, well, who is, who is that? I saw she was start backwards toward me, so, you know, I'm like, wow, well, she's a shady woman. And it turned out to be Mrs. Foster, who was a part of my program. She looked great. And she's going to talk about everything that she, she's done within the program, you know, from beginning to end. And uh, she's uh, done a, an outstanding job of just embracing everything within the program. She's going to talk about that and, I want to mention also today um, what we're going to do for next year so we can invite everybody to be a part of this contest, uh, make it available and easy for everybody to get to, to join in. It is a wonderful program. Uh, she can attest to that. And um, it's, it's something that I think she's very passionate about. You know, she was one of my warriors on the, on the, within the program because she got the other mothers in line. She was the only mom to download everything to make sure her teammates were doing what they needed to do. She was really inspired by it. She was enthused by it, and she worked out, and, you know, she looks great, and she's lost a lot of weight, but more importantly, you know, her energy level's up. She looks phenomenal. So she's going to come on with us, and if you have any questions about the program or you want to talk about it, to me, you can feel free to call in anytime at 866-472-5787. And also joining us today will be Jamel Hill. Uh, young lady that I saw down at the Super Bowl. She works on ESPN, um, does a great job on ESPN, very opinionated. Uh, young lady, we, she covered my wife and I before for ESPN, the magazine, uh, the reality show that we did, and, and thanks for the coverage, by the way, Jamel, if you're listening. Hopefully it'll be on pretty soon. And she's going to come in and talk about all the hot topics in sports today. Um, Big shout-out to all the Pittsburgh Steelers fans. I'm getting IM'd as we speak about all the Pittsburgh fans. You know, I, I got I to give it up to y'all. Y'all did a great job, man. I, in fact, y'all won me some money. Thank you very much. I did take Pittsburgh, and I took the over. <laughs> so I can buy myself a nice little gift today for making that great pick. Um, 
So we got that all lined up. We have uh, talking about Michael Phelps. You know the situation with the uh, the marijuana deal. What's what's going on with that? I, I just found out about that today. You know, is this this guy? You know, is he really getting the punishment that he deserves because of this? You know, if it was anyone else, don't you think that we would hear more about this, about him uh, being not stripped of his medals, but obviously of the endorsements and what he, you know, what he has to what he has to do? Should he shouldn't give him back the the, the medals, but there should be some type of punishment here, or um, people should be in an uproar about this this guy's behavior because I've heard stories about how Michael Phelps, you know, can be is a little out there and he's not that nice of a guy, and uh, you know, I, I don't know. I want to hear what you guys think about that because he is a superstar, and hey, sometimes stardom can go to your head a little bit, you know. But hey. Uh, like I said, we have a great show lined up. Hopefully, you can IM me at Radio by George at uh, at uh, my mind is going Radio by George at Yahoo dot com. At any point in time, you feel moved, or you want to chime in on the conversation, um, we are talking about hot topics of the day. If you want to talk about your Pittsburgh Steelers and their chances to even go back to the Super Bowl next year, uh, we can do that. Um, and personally, I think that they. Uh, they have a decent shot. I still like the Tennessee Titans, you know. I I really do. For all you Tennessee fans, I felt I know I feel your pain because that is a team that they definitely did beat during the regular season. And um I I'm feeling I feel like that if if they got by the Baltimore Ravens, that they definitely had a chance to beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think Pittsburgh, you know, they had their number. The Titans always have the Pittsburgh Steelers numbers. And for them not to have a chance to play in the AFC Championship against a team that they annihilated, ah, man, you know, it, it was tough. I know it was tough for the, for the Tennessee Titans fans to, to stomach that victory last night because they could be having a, a Super Bowl parade as we speak. But, hey, Pittsburgh deserved it. Big Ben was outstanding, outstanding, outstanding. I just got a IM from my man, uh, Craig, Greg Chillog, Chilly, he says his house was rocking last night. Big shout out to you. And all, I know that you're probably still hungover, Chilly. I know you're probably hungover, excited, elated, and pumped. Congratulations. I'm happy for you. Six Super Bowl wins. Unbelievable. The Pittsburgh Steelers are champions. And uh, we're going to talk about that all, about that more when we come back from our break in about two minutes. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. 
Do you know what it takes to reach massive success? Do you know that if you change your thinking, you can change your life? The Development Connection with host Amy Himes will give you the keys to reach ultimate success. Each show will feature topics to help you reach personal, career, and business ownership success. And you'll learn how to enlarge your vision to move ahead in life and within your organization. The Development Connection with Amy Himes is live every Monday on Voice America at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific. Listen today and move forward tomorrow. There is a difference between someone who lets life happen to them and someone who steps up and makes things happen. That person is a player, not just in the realm of athletics, but in all aspects of life. Are you ready to step up? Are you ready to start on a journey to a new lifestyle that will make you stronger, healthier, and more confident? Are you ready to be a player? Then explore the EGX experience at www.egxlifestyle.com. Let Eddie George help get your mind, body, and spirit fused and focused. If you're ready, log on to egxlifestyle.com to begin a journey to a better life through exercise, diet, and wellness. Join with Eddie George to create a personal plan for your success, and he'll help you discover the best you can be. Visit egxlifestyle.com and begin your journey with greatness today. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You're listening to Radio by George with your host, Eddie George. If you have a question for Eddie or his guest or would like to simply join the conversation, call now. The toll-free number is 1-866-472-5788. That number again, 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to Radio by George. Back to Radio by George. Glad that you're joining with me today. I got a couple of IMs. Uh, there are some big time Steeler fans out there, and thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, last comment I made about the Titans. I do have a great point. They are upset. However, you know, hey, you know, Pittsburgh, you did your thing. You did what you had to do. I got to give a big shout out to my man, Santonio Holmes, Super Bowl 43 MVP from V. Ohio State University, that's right. That's how we do it. We we represent on the big stage, everybody. Don't you know, that's what we're supposed to do. But some people believe that hey, Ben Roethlisberger deserved the MVP. I, I you got a point there too. You know, Big Ben, Big Ben definitely, you know, had two over well, two hundred and fifty some odd yards throwing the football, a couple of touchdowns, but I tell you what. You know, his extension, the way that he, he he extends the play, you know, coming out of the pocket and making big plays happen, throwing to the tight end on the sideline, throwing to San, uh, San, San Antonio Holmes in the flat. You know, he does his thing. I, you have to admit, you've got to put his name in the same category with the Peyton Mannings and the Tom Brady's and the great quarterbacks in this league because if you look at it, two Super Bowl rings, five years, you know, not doesn't have gaudy statistics, but what counts is his wins. He wins every single time. I don't, and I don't know if I take any other quarterback in the NFL, including Peyton Manning, including Tom Brady, to drive my team in the last two minutes of a game. 
I don't know. But we're going to move on with the uh, with the show. If you have any comments about what I said, hey, feel free to IM me or call in and challenge me, anybody. I'm going to bring on the show with me a very special friend. She was the MVP of the EGX Challenge. Uh, very dear friend. She's she looked amazing. I have to tell you, I was I was in awe I, before I realized who it was. I said, "Wow, she you look great." Uh, I'm going to bring on with me Cheryl Foster. Cheryl, you're on radio by George. Hi, Eddie. How are you? Hey, lady. How you doing? I'm doing great. I'm yeah, in the yeah. Last well, last time I was talk, I, I saw you. We were at Burns uh, in Tampa, Florida. You were going in to eat with Miss McNabb and a few other moms. And when I when I looked at you, I was like, "Who, who is that?" I mean, curvaceous body, flowing, skin glowing, and I said, "Wow, you looked at me like I couldn't come down for the final event." Um, you know, just just briefly talk about uh, the challenge, your experience, because not only did you lose the weight, but you 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 did everything we asked of you. You you were you were calling into the ultimate you. You dialed up to that you. Uh, did the workouts? You lost the weight. You inspired people. I just say, I just say that you are the consummate professional when it came to this event. Just kind of talk about your experience with it all. Well, first and foremost, I want to say thank you to you because without you, none of this would have been possible. Um, one thing that I can say about um, the experience that I had with EGX is that it's just incredible. It was the ultimate experience. Not only did we focus on our health, but also our appearance and, you know, the motivation that your team gave us and how you inspired us and also with Ultimate You, it was just it was just the best. And um, one thing that I wanted to do was definitely in, embrace this because I do have two kids that are athletes, and instead of just basically telling them that it's so important for them to work out, mm-hmm. it's also so important for me too, as well as some of the other moms because there were a lot of underlying issues that some people didn't realize that they had, but because of EGX they were able to, um, you know, find out what was going on within their bodies and not only that, to you know, learn how important it is to maintain a proper nutrition um, balance in their life as well as, um, you know, getting out, exercising, eating properly, and just, you know, utilizing all the tools that were set in forth for us. Now, what was the most important thing that you learned during this process? The most important thing that I learned was that this is a way of life. It's not, you know, a lot of people look at weight loss as if it's something where you have to go on a diet and you can't eat particular foods. But what I did was I looked at it as if this was a a lifestyle change for me as well as others, and I embraced that Mm -hmm. because it's just so important. I want to be around for my kids. I want to enjoy my grandkids. I want to be able to move around and do the things that I did when I was in my 20s. Hold on, hold on, you said your grandkids? Well, I don't have any grandkids, but once I have okay. grandkids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, something I don't know. But now I tell you, anybody that that, that, that knows you uh, or have seen you, you know, you can see a drastic change, and you are absolutely drop-dead gorgeous. I mean, you had all the men turning their heads when you walked into that, that restaurant. Do you realize that? That's funny. You laughing. I, I know you blushing. I did. I can feel the blushing coming. But no, it, it, you look amazing. Well, thank you. I mean, I really, really wanted to embrace this. And, you know, I've always been the type of person 
that have worked out, but, you know, sometimes we have a tendency to slack off. Mm-hmm. And by me traveling to and from my son's games and my daughter's game, I have a tendency to kind of want to eat what's in front of me. But being with EGX and this program have just totally changed my way of thinking and my whole approach to nutrition. Yeah, you know, Cher, I, I really appreciate it because, you know, um, I, I wasn't as involved this year um, like I was last year because of this demanding schedule I've had this year. But if if anybody, you know, you were involved last year in last year's program, and for you to do it again uh, speaks volumes. And I know for my our staff and everybody that's involved with the program, we appreciate your effort because you really – seem to have gotten it, you know. I mean, you worked out before, but, um, you know, it's just now, hopefully we've just inspired you and put that spark under you to continue to do that. And now, you know, continue to live that life and be an example, but get other people involved and start building um, your own little community uh, um, of of healthy lifestyle and and be an advocate of that, you know what I mean? Like, get your girlfriends or your family members, get them out there and get them inspired because it really takes, um, you know, individuals to do that, that really get it because, again, for me um, and my my lifestyle and how I try to do it, it's not about um, just looking good and feeling good and eating right, just to do it, but it's, it's letting go of all that weight the mental weight, the stress weight, the, the financial weight, and, and stay as lean and mean as possible. You know, that's, right. that's my philosophy. Stay lean and mean physically, lean and mean financially, lean and mean spiritually, you know, right. and work as close to court. And that's, and that's the essence of EGX, and, and it seems like you embrace that, you know. I really did embrace it, um, and um, a lot of my family and friends, they're also embracing it because I did build a community on my pipeline, and um, everyone else was just as excited as I was to get involved because um, so many people, they want to lose weight, they want to change their whole approach to food, but they don't really have the tools to do this. But by you supplying us with this, it was just, I mean, it, it wasn't, it was easy in a sense, but then again, it wasn't. It wasn't easy because, like I say, when you're on the road and you're traveling, and mm-hmm. but I just what I would do is I just made better decisions. I would prepare my meals ahead of time, and if I'm going to be on a flight, I would make sure that I had nutritional, mm-hmm. you know, foods that I could eat while I'm on that flight because you know how it is when you're traveling for like oh, six, yeah. seven hours. You know, the only thing you can do is sit there and eat. But with this program, I have totally changed my whole mindset, and I'm definitely going to live that lifestyle. Yeah, now briefly talk about now the, the you, you mentioned your children. I know, I know of Deshaun Foster. Talk about your kids um, and what they do. I know Deshaun is a is, he plays in the NFL, right? Yes, he does. He plays. He's a running back for the San Francisco Forty ers Previously, um, with the Carolina Panthers. And I have a daughter who's a senior this year. She's at UC Riverside, and she's a starting point guard there. They made history a few years ago because they were the youngest team in history to ever make it to the NCAA. Mm. And one thing about them, um, you know, they're very healthy, they're very fit, and they know the importance of nutrition because I do talk to them about that. And when they come home, I try to provide them with um 
you know, nutritional meals and uh, make sure that they're having, you know, meals like every two to three hours so that they're not tempted to go out and eat junk food. And both of them have totally lowered their body fat. And um, it's just a family thing. And like I say, my whole family, we're just, we're living the lifestyle thanks to EGX. And now, you- now, if you were to tell someone that's listening to this program right now who at their desk and, you know, I really want to get going. I don't know how to start in the workout. I don't know, should I go to the gym? Should I go uh, go buy a, a 10 pounds of tofu? Should I stop? My, how should they start? How did you start this process? And I know that we presented it for you, but when, when I guess, when was that aha moment for you, and how did you start it when you said, okay, this is starting to work, this works for Cheryl? Well, the aha moment for me was actually when I first came to EGX to see all the work that you guys had put into this. And and looking at you, you're a walking example, and also looking at some of the other people that are involved in this. And the first thing that I did when I first went home was I just totally rearranged my whole cupboards and my refrigerator, and I removed a lot of the things that were not nutritional and that – you know, some of the things that I really, really like to eat. And so I I basically, I went to the Internet and I kind of looked up different calories and, um, you know, sugars and things of that that nature, how it would impact my body if I were to put it in my body. I also um, went to my trainer and devised a workout schedule for me, and I adhered to everything that she told me to do and also the things that you guys were telling us to do. And so I replaced everything in my refrigerator with nutritional um Meals and like I say, preparation is the key because it's so important for you to prepare ahead of time because then you won't have that temptation there. Because we're all human and we're all gonna, you know, definitely want to eat certain things that we know is not good for us. And I would always have like a cheat day if there was something that I really wanted to eat, I would eat it. But I knew at the same time that I wasn't sabotaging myself because I wouldn't overeat. I would just satisfy that little itch that I had just to have. If I wanted a, a ham. Burger, I would may have like a quarter of that, and I would basically do a protein style versus having a bun. I would just have it wrapped in a lettuce and not put like the mayonnaise and things of that nature on there. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 an excellent way, Cheryl. I'm, I'm really so proud of you um, for having the courage to do it and and seeing progress in your life. And you know, it really makes us feel good that you got it, and it was is just great. Let me ask you before we take our break uh, in two minutes. Um, has there are there any other mothers that you um, through this process because it was really about accountability and building a, a true sense of friendship um, that you still keep in touch with after the program was over or some some moms that you really got to know during this process? Almost oh, definitely ninety percent of them because I was the one that was always on the internet sending out recipes and calling to encourage them because you know a lot of times people have things in their going on in their life that we're not even aware of, and I just wanted to make sure that everything was okay and if there was anything that I could do to help them. I even invited a couple of people down to work out, and, um, you know, we would just kind of just bounce things off of each other. What is it that you're doing that's working for you? And um, so we were – there was definitely a support group in place, you know, as well as what you guys were doing for us with the trainer calling in, checking in with us, and, you know, we visiting each other on Mm -hmm. my pipeline and, you know, just just there for each other because I do think that this is something that doesn't just stop because EGX is – you know, it's over now. This is something that we're going to continue to do. And a lot of people are very excited about this. I mean, you, the testimonials are just incredible. 
Good, good. Well, I tell you what, we have a a new format that we're going to break out for next year. I think you'd be very interested in, as well as other mothers or even fathers um, that are interested in this program. But hey, Cheryl, once again, congratulations. Uh, enjoy all that you that's coming your way. Thank you for being a an advocate for EGX. Uh, hopefully, you can be involved in some capacity next year. Um, okay. Energy is, is is tremendous, and we enjoyed it. Uh, we're going to come right back with uh, Jamel Hill from the ESPN. She is a phenomenal person. I love her to death. We'll talk to her more about the Pittsburgh Steelers and Michael Phelps in the bomb. What's up with that? In two minutes. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. There is a difference between someone who lets life happen to them and someone who steps up and makes things happen. That person is a player, not just in the realm of athletics, but in all aspects of life. Are you ready to step up? Are you ready to start on a journey to a new lifestyle that will make you stronger, healthier, and more confident? Are you ready to be a player? Then explore the EGX experience at www.egxlifestyle.com. Let Eddie George help get your mind, body, and spirit fused and focused. If you're ready, log on to egxlifestyle.com to begin a journey to a better life through exercise, diet, and wellness. Join with Eddie George to create a personal plan for your success, and he'll help you discover the best you can be. Visit egxlifestyle.com and begin your journey with greatness today. This is Rebecca Mathias, President of Motherhood Maternity. Did you know that in America today, one in eight babies is born prematurely and more newborns die from premature birth than any other cause? Well, solutions are within our grasp. Together with the March of Dimes, we can find the causes of premature birth. It's time for us to do more to help moms have healthy, full-term babies. Join the March of Dimes and moms across America. Sign the petition for preemies at marchofdimes.com slash petition. VoiceAmerica.com You're listening to Radio by George with your host, Eddie George. If you have a question for Eddie or his guest or would like to simply join the conversation, call now. The toll-free number is 1-866-472-5788. That number again, 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to Radio by George. Welcome back to Radio by George. That's right. I told you we had a great show lined up for you. You just heard from Cheryl Foster, the mother of Deshaun Foster, who is currently the running back for the San Francisco 49ers. She was the EGX MVP. She changed her lifestyle. You heard the testimonial. And, you know, it's never um, a bad time to get started on living a healthy lifestyle. It doesn't mean just changing your diet or or just working out. It's really embracing it in your heart first and then making the conscious decision to going out doing something about it um, on a consistent basis and just not doing crash diets or anything like that, but truly 
embracing the principles of living a healthy lifestyle. And um, you know, we provide that for you. And if you're interested, like I said, you can go to EGXLifestyle.com and find out all the information there. And if you have any questions, feel free to call in any time or IM me at Radio by George at Yahoo.com. Now, next up on Radio by George is a good friend of mine. Um had checked her out down at the ESPN party and down in Tampa Bay. Uh, she's a good friend, great woman. And extremely attractive. I'd like to welcome to Radio by George Jamel Hill. What's up, lady? See, you about to have all my friends mad at me, mad at me, because you know all of them was like in love with you. Thank you for every time I told them that I met you or whatever, and we hung out. They were like, oh, no, you didn't. Give me the blow-by-blow detail, girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, please, don't, you're making me blush. Tell me, tell me some more. What else they say? <laughs> well, specifically, no. Uh, it, it is pretty funny, though, because some of uh, a lot of my friends have watched you in college and your playing career. And when the video post and when we did the the writing uh, with series, uh, where you took me around in your car and told me about you know yourself and your mission and everything, um, you know, they don't read my stories, but trust me, they read that story and watched that video religiously so you know you made me look good for a day or two oh man i'm, I'm flattered that that's cool that's cool but you know we were down down in um tampa bay for the super bowl you know let's let's start there give me your thoughts on the game the game um it was you know obviously it looked like for a second it was going to be a blowout yes. and then, yeah and then all of a sudden you know the last quarter um, made it, turned it into one of the best games uh, ever. Now, I, I will say for me personally, I still believe last year's game was better. Um, you know, if you look at what was on the line for the Patriots, you're talking about an undefeated oh, yeah. team. Yeah. Um, you know, they're going for all the history and to lose that game. And even the, the Eli Manning to David Tyree catch, which was ridiculous, Um uh, you know, it was just so many dramatic elements throughout the game. And this game, it kind of was one quarter, um, back and forth, uh, some calls that, that could, could be debated. And uh, mm-hmm. as we see already, one of the calls being debated is whether or not they should have uh, ruled Kurt Warner's, you know, final some a pass attempt, a, a fumble. It was a fumble. Yeah, to me, it looked like his arm was going forward, but, you know, it, that's the big debate. His arm was going forward, but the ball was coming out. It was it, it, the defender, to my, from my vantage point, okay, it looked like the defender hit the ball and his arm was going forward. Mm. So I don't know. It was, it was clear. And, and let's be real. If you, think, if you got that ball off, do you really, well, you know what? They had Larry Fitzgerald. So. Exactly. Cause, okay. wait, wait, let's yeah. go back even before that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I'm not a fan of the excessive celebration penalty. I wish that that never would have been introduced into the NFL lexicon. But what Santonio Holmes did after he caught the touchdown was by rule, and I have seen guys get flagged for less when he threw the ball up in the air because he's using the ball as a prop, which you can't do. And uh, he did, like, the LeBron, uh, where he does the, the, the rising on his hands. He did it with the football. That was excessive celebration. I'm not – look, Pittsburgh deserved to win that game. But the one thing is, when you have a game of that magnitude and the biggest game of the year, you can't leave any doubt. So you give him 15 yards for that because he did deserve that. And then you look at the possible forward pass, possible fumble. Either way, they reviewed it. They said they reviewed it in like 20 seconds, and I thought that they, just to not leave any doubt, they probably should have stopped the clock, 
you know, reviewed it a little bit longer, mm-hmm. and then at, that way we at least have some confidence, like, okay, yeah, they really took a look at this. But even before the game was over, Lamar and Woodley took off his helmet. That's another penalty. So you had three things that happened. Well, well hold on, time out, time out, time out. So, so these these things were not called, right? No, none of these things were called. <laughs> so did you? You obviously had some money on Arizona. I did not. You know what? If you go to ESPN.com right now, I was the only person and our whole staff that nailed the exact score: Pittsburgh twenty-seven, Arizona twenty-three. But really, I am. I'm just saying that you. You know, these are the things that you you just don't want to leave any any doubt. None. You don't want people to be people talking heads like me to have these discussion points the day after a great game. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know. I, I I don't I don't think I, I I can't buy that one. I played the game, and you know what? If they if they make that call after San Antonio Holmes scores the game, possibly the game uh, winning touchdown. Uh, in in super in the Super Bowl, how can you fault him for that? You can't. I don't fault him for it. I don't. I'm just going by the precedent that they set. I mean, I, I I don't like the rule to be honest, but it is a rule. It is the precedent that they've set in, in games that mean little and games that mean a lot. I mean, they pretty much followed it. But I, I think what happens, and it, and, it's, and this is why human error is just a part of the game. The refs. It was such a great play. There's no doubt everybody in that stadium was caught up in that. You know, they were caught up in the moment. It was there. So <laughs> I understand how easily the refs just got sucked in. But the truth of the matter is, you know, based off the precedent, the rule book, that was a penalty. Uh, well, we'll see. <laughs> now, well, again, we are on Radio by George talking with Jamel Hill. She is a analyst on uh, ESPN. And, and Jamel, I, right now I have a... a um, Hey, someone blogged me or uh, IM'd me. They want to know if you saw Warner without his helmet arguing the first fumble forward pass call. Did you see that by any chance? Well, I saw him, uh, yes, because I've seen some replays since. And he, he said my hand was, he said my arm was going forward. So, um, you know, again, I just think you, it, it may have still turned out the same way upon a slower review. That's okay. But I, I, I think you have to at least look at it so that people today aren't saying, like, man, why? They sure did get, you know, rush the end of the game. You know, it was kind of like that happened. They called it a fumble. Lamar really took his helmet off. The game's still going on, and you're not supposed to do that. And you you know that. So uh, even in great moments, there's still got to be a little bit of composure. So we always keep the integrity of that. How can it be composure when you're on the biggest stage? Well, not for the necessary for the player, but for the referee, you do. See, that the players, they're emotional. They're caught up in the moment. So, you know, I'm not killing anybody. Sometimes you're just going to react negatively, but the referee is going to be caught up in the moment. The clock hit zero, then I celebrate. I mean, we've seen people lose lose for less. I mean, we have seen it. I think it was what? It was Ty Willingham's team this this year. You know, they lost on excessive celebration. We have seen people lose this way, which is why it is important to keep a level of composure even in the big moment. Well, I guess. But (laughs) also, there is some controversy of who. Should have been the MVP of the game. I, I feel like they got the the right call or the right man, Antonio Holmes, um, 131 yards, a game-winning touchdown, had had four receptions for 40 yards in the, the final drive, big big plays down the end. But some people believe that hey, you know, 
Big Ben should have been hands down the MVP. Was that the right call? Well, you know, um, as someone who always likes to make sure that I keep the situation in, in perspective, I don't have a problem with them naming Antonio Holmes the MVP, but I can't. I can't shut down this other argument. Now, Eddie, be honest. If that were Tom Brady, would they have given that the MVP to him? They would have given it to him. You know they would have, right? You know, hey, they would, they, it was Tom's from the beginning. Tom could have threw four interceptions and the defense won the game. Tom would have still been MVP. I, if that would have been, if it would have been anyone else, and, and this led to a larger discussion that we had today on air on, on First Take, the show that I do on ESPN. Why does it seem like people don't really respect Ben Roethlisberger? You know um, why? You wonder why? Because it's not pretty. Mm-hmm. What he does is not pretty. He he doesn't throw for 400 yards a game or even 300 yards a game. He wins ugly. He has a great defense. But what he does do well is he finds ways to win games. I mean, he he's, he extends the play. You know, that, that beautiful play he had uh, spinning out of uh, avoiding the defender, spinning and throwing it back toward the tight end. You know that's what he does. He he gets sacked a lot. You know he he's not he's not done pretty, so he doesn't get that type of respect. But you got to respect the fact that this guy has won two Super Bowls the last five years, and and and, and he has what uh, eighteen fourth quarter comebacks in his career. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and, and I think some of the reason that um, the the MVP vote wound up the way that it did was partly because people have somehow put him in game manager um, mode. Like, that that's the stereotype they have of him, and I just think that's wrong. I mean, like you said, he he just doesn't do it pretty. Like, he does, he hasn't had that season where he's thrown for, like, 5,000 yards and, you know, out there just kind of slinging it uh, down the field and, and really developed a vertical passing game because that's just not Pittsburgh's identity. And I don't think he should be penalized for that because, as you said, he is an excellent clutch player. Now, I made I made the argument today, and uh, I'd love to get your perspective on this on air. I think right now you have to rank Ben Roethlisberger behind Tom Brady. Oh, absolutely. I mean, no, I, you know, some people are going to say, well, what about Peyton Manning? What about Look, Peyton Manning? Yeah, he didn't get it done in the in the postseason. No, he did not. And, and to be honest, his track record – is not getting it done in the postseason. I know he won a Super Bowl, but let's go back and look at how he won. He won because of his defense. I mean, he threw like five or six picks yeah. on the way to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, you're you're absolutely correct. His defense got him there, and 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 Peyton Manning has really, really has not taken over in a playoff game, uh, with the exception of the Patriots game, the championship game, to get him there. Right, you know that's how that's. I mean, he had to overcome quite a bit. He had to face some demons, which, which were tough. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk some more Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, ben Ben Roethlisberger, does he belong in the same category with Tom Brady and Peyton Manning? I don't know. I want to see what you think. And also, Michael Phelps, the swimming wonder, smoking apparently. I don't know. We'll figure all that out more with Jamel Hill. When we come back.
Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. There is a difference between someone who lets life happen to them and someone who steps up and makes things happen. That person is a player, not just in the realm of athletics, but in all aspects of life. Are you ready to step up? Are you ready to start on a journey to a new lifestyle that will make you stronger, healthier, and more confident? Are you ready to be a player? Then explore the EGX experience at www.egxlifestyle.com. Let Eddie George help get your mind, body, and spirit fused and focused. If you're ready, log on to egxlifestyle.com to begin a journey to a better life through exercise, diet, and wellness. Join with Eddie George to create a personal plan for your success, and he'll help you discover the best you can be. Visit egxlifestyle.com and begin your journey with greatness today. What's it like? What's it like? It's lonely. It's really lonely. I miss my brother. I miss my brother. I'm surrounded by other people, but it's not the same. I've got other people around me, but it's not the same. It's pretty scary, but I don't let it rattle me. It's scary around here, but I don't let it rattle me. You always have to watch your back. There's no one to watch my back. I spend my whole day worried who's out to get me. I'm always wondering who's out to get me. But I can take care of myself. But I can take care of myself. No matter what, I'll keep my head up. No matter what, I'll keep my head up. It's not like I have a choice. It's not like I have a choice. This will all be over in five years, three months, and 17 days. This will all be over in five years, three months, and 17 days. Go to jail for a gun crime and your family serves a sentence with you. Something to think about before committing a gun crime. Gun crimes hit home. This message brought to you by Project Safe Neighborhoods and the Ad Council. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com you're listening to Radio by George with your host, Eddie George. If you have a question for Eddie or his guest or would like to simply join the conversation, call now. The toll-free number is 1-866-472-5788. That number again, 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to Radio by George. If you heard the number, you know how to get in touch. If you have any questions, feel free to call in at any time. I'm on with Jamel Hill. She is an analyst for ESPN. Uh, she comes on at first take every morning. At what time, Jamel? It's on uh, 10 a.m. to noon. 10 a.m. to noon. I check you out when I can, actually, when I'm working out. Uh, in the gym, I like checking you out. I love, I love your point of view. Now, and during the break, we were kind of talking about uh, Dallas, the Dallas Cowboys. And, and during the Super Bowl last week, they they pretty much dominated the headlines going into this game. It wasn't the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Arizona Cardinals. It was more about Dallas and the soap opera down there. And we were just talking about Ray Lewis possibly going to Dallas. Would that be a great acquisition for them? Yeah, I, I think it would be an outstanding acquisition. You know, I've been very critical um, of the moves that they've made just because, you know, I mean, you know this, Eddie Bray. Chemistry, uh, talent, is a, talent is a lot. 
but chemistry is really everything in football. And I've just felt like Dallas, it's very clear, Dallas has had talent, but they have just lacked um, a lot of chemistry. And you put Ray Lewis in that locker room, and finally they have a locker room sheriff, somebody, all that nonsense, and, um, you know, he can get a handle on a lot of that. And for Tony Romo, I think it's important for him to have one player in there that might have his back a little bit, that might be able to pull him aside and say, look, you got to get your stuff together. You got to do this. You got to do that. If you do this, we will ride with you from here on out. But they need leadership in a a major way. The interesting thing is, like, you know, could Ray Lewis and T.O. ever coexist in that locker room? You know, it's funny. Um, I I think they could coexist. I I don't see – uh, T.O. challenging Ray Lewis on any level. <laughs> okay. Exactly. I know, I know firsthand. It doesn't feel very good. And, uh, and Ray also, if it ever got to a point where you had to take it outside of the locker room and there was an altercation there, Ray was, uh, like state champion in, in Florida for wrestling. Mm-hmm. So he can't, he can't fight. I'll, I'll put my money on Ray to win. <laughs> um, no, but you know, you know, Dallas is they're they're an intriguing story because they have the talent, and you know, you talk about Tony Romo, yeah, you know, it's it's make or break year for this brother because, you know, he has those games where he plays great, um, he looks he looks good out there, but then all of a sudden, when the pressure's on him and it's time for him to take over a game or win a ball game that 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 is high, like in the playoffs, he folds. You know, I've, I've I've always said that, and I think it's something with him mentally that mental block that he can he gets all the way there, like three quarters of the way there, and then finds a way to to not get it done. And ultimately, I think Jerry Jones is going to have to really look at that situation. I know that the contract is there, but I don't know. I don't think Tony Romo is the future of this team. You know, you look how they're built. You know, they have everything they need. They had with 13 Pro Bowlers last year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not to make the playoffs and to get destroyed in Philadelphia the way that they did was was an embarrassment. embarrassment. Everything you said is true. But here's the thing. I still have a little hope for Romo because I think he's a product of the way he's been coached. And... You know, by all accounts, because all this stuff, as you mentioned, really, I mean, we had gotten inundated with the Dallas soap opera throughout the season, but a lot of the, the nuances of the situation really started to come out once they didn't make it. And one of the things that came out, and I think you could tell, uh, and actually Cordell Stewart kind of hit me to this as well, um, Romo is not a particularly good practice player. And uh, I think he does some things, and, and, and some of his teammates admitted that he has been allowed to, to fester some really bad habits. And because of the way the leadership structure is, where you have Wade Phillips, who, I mean, none of the players are really taken seriously as a coach. You have Jason Garrett, who's supposed to be this next brainchild of offense, who I don't really see that because of the way the structure is. I mean, how can he tell a guy what to do when he knows his head coach doesn't have his back? And all Jerry, and Jerry Jones is the real coach and GM of that team. So if you're a player and, you know, your owner has – put a, a leadership structure in place where things are not taken seriously. And I think that has allowed him to develop some bad habits because he's going through a similar pattern. He starts the year off hot. 
because they have talent. As you mentioned, 13 pro bowlers. So, of course, you know, they're going to be better just talent-wise than a lot of teams. And then you notice, Eddie, when you get into late in the season, December football, mm-hmm. people figure you out. And he has not, because I don't think his preparedness is there, he doesn't understand how to counterpunch that defensive coordinator who saw him in week two, who now has him in week ten, and understands what his deficiencies are. You know what? I, I, I totally agree with that because, you know what, it, 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 comes, it comes down to this. This was allowed last year when they won a 12-ball games, And it was okay for him to have those bad habits and practice and practice the way that Brett Favre would because they were winning. Right. But now, you know, it's a problem when you don't win. And unfortunately, down there for Wade Phillips, it's a it's a wrap. It's over. I think they're going to have to look to get a, a head coach in there that's like someone. I hate to say this, but of like a Bill Parcells, a disciplinarian. You know, and I, I played under Bill Parcells. That was horrible. But it, you know, it was it really was that. I know that locker room still needs leadership, but Jerry Jones is constantly trying to find that one guy that's going to come in there. Uh, and change the culture of that locker room. What Jerry needs to do is to let that team find their character, right. step out of the way. You know, um, and I think bringing in a guy like Gray Lewis, uh, all the things that he's accomplished, how he inspires teammates. And I'll, I'll tell you this: Bray's this is probably um, was my biggest uh, nemesis going in. And I, and I hated him on the field. I just, basically, we did not like each other. Period. But I have a great deal of respect for him, you know. When I when I hear things coming out the locker room in Baltimore that, oh, um, he inspires not only the team but the coaches. The coaches go to Ray Lewis for advice. Wow, <laughs> you know that is a polarizing force, and they've got. I mean, Jerry Jones is going to open up his checkbook and pay for that right. because if anybody can inspire that team and get them there, is a guy like Ray Lewis. And I don't know what's going to happen. But you know what, for Dallas and what's going on down there, it's going to take um, a special player, a special person, and it's going to take for Jerry Jones to definitely step back out of the way and let that team uh, be, become successful. Because I, I really don't see them doing too much next year, really. Well, let me ask you this, though. You, you mentioned, okay, say, let's say they do get Ray, though, but is that really fair to put so much on a play, to like basically put all that on one player, you know, because what if he still has Wade Phillips and, and Garrett, and if that structure still remains intact, yep. do you still think Ray Lewis can be effective? No, I don't think so. He starts from the top. Everything starts from the top, but I will say this. Um, I, me knowing Ray, I, I know for a fact that he, he, he uh, relishes in that. He wants that. He embraces that challenge to say, you know what, here I came in the Dallas uh, situation that was uh, uh, chaotic. Uh, they needed leadership, and he wants to be the guy to change all that. He wants nothing more than to do that. You know what? Uh, our time is up. Oh my our, goodness! Our time That's is up. It went fast. <laughs> I want to thank you for coming on. Um, it was good to see. You. I really wanted to get your thoughts about Tampa Bay and some of the parties, but. We'll do that another time. Thank you so much. You can check your mail hill out on ESPN First Take every morning at 10 to 12. Uh, join me again next week, same time, same place. I promise you it's going to be a live show next week. I'm here, at least for the summertime. 
So listen, I want to hear from you guys. The show is a great show, but it's even better when I hear from you, when you're engaged in the, in the conversation. So call in next week. I'm Eddie George, and we out. Peace. enjoyed this week's episode of Radio by George. If you have a question or comment for Eddie and just can't wait until next Monday, you can email him at info at radiobygeorge.com. Selected emails will be read on the air so your voice can be heard worldwide. Be sure to listen live every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America channel.